0: Coming to you from Minneapolis, Minnesota. A conversation about the great and sometimes not so great outdoors. I'm your host, Lynn Melling. And I'm Jody Gruen. And we do this for fun.
1: It's Lynn. And it's Jody, And we are here at our favorite place, the trailhead at Theaterworth Park. Um, it's been a little bit busy this morning, so if you hear some noise in the background, it's okay. People are just here having a good time in the snow. What snow there is at this point of the winter.
0: <laughs> yes, it's melted. It's a lot of mm-hmm. human-made snow yeah. here, Yeah, sadly. Anyway, today we are here... To deliver you adventure, I'm so excited for this interview, courage, <laughs> friendship, and fun through two women who have made a hobby out of something people often do as a fundraiser. If you live in Minnesota, you've likely heard of the Polar Plunge, a one-day event and biggest fundraiser for the Special Olympics of Minnesota. This event is called Extreme, but I beg to differ. Our guests have turned this idea on its head and instead have become part of what actually is an old tradition in many Nordic countries and made the cold water plunge part of their lifestyle. Without further ado, I bring you Molly Lloyds and Sally Morgan. Welcome to We Do This For Fun. Oh my gosh, thank you. Hi. Thank you for thank being you. here with us. Oh my That's gosh. so formal to be
1: introduced. <laughs> yeah. This is so <laughs> exciting. I have so, I have so many questions. so many Me Me too. Me too. Me too. Um, <laughs> But I have to just start with the very first question. So yeah, this podcast is called We Do This for Fun, which mm-hmm. can be used in a lot of different ways, maybe with a question mark behind it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling very strongly that I want to put a question mark behind this. <laughs> Maybe a few. Um, you do this for fun? Tell, explain. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's really fun. It's, uh, it's
2: turned into a community of people that meet and do anything fun. like um. But yeah, it's really fun, it makes you feel good, it brings joy, um, and it's relaxing at a time when everything's been really stressful, so it's been really huh. good for that. But what, yeah, definitely fun.
0: What do you exact? what do you call it? Um,
2: I think lots of people have very different names, I call it, uh, Molly and I call it dipping, um, uh, I'm in a group that's called the submergent, so some people call it submerging, um, but yeah, or plunging, I think, um. I think everyone has their own relationship with it. It's quite strange because we're like a group, but we're all, obviously, we've met through this. So we have our own way of looking at it, I think. So yeah, I call it dipping.
3: Yeah. I think people do come to it with very different ideas of what it is. Um, But yeah, a a dip feels the most. And I can, like, when I think about it, it's like sort of like slipping when there's the hole carved in the ice and you get to the edge and it's not the plunge that you see where people run from the shore and like dunk and it's frantic and you know, it's more like you get out there and you just slip into the hole and you, hmm. so it's kind of like a little bloop, like so, dip down.
1: That's how I think of so, dipping. So tell us, so where does this happen when who's doing it? Like just set the scene. Yeah. And what does it, yeah. What does it kind of look like visually as well? And Morgan, if you could just pull that just a little bit okay. closer to you.
2: Yeah. Um, Uh, At the moment, it's... uh, Last year, it became an ice hole. So it was like a square cut out of the ice with an orange fence around it, um, which you had to make sure you closed the gate of so no skier went in. Probably like eight feet by eight feet, maybe? Yeah, something like that? So Mm -hmm. like an eight-foot square? Uh, Yeah, but like at the moment, um, we don't have the thickness of the ice. So it's... We chop a trail to deeper water. So it's like a a little... Catwalk? yeah, Yeah, like a little catwalk into the water so that you can and have you enough are space
0: actually creating the catwalk
2: at the moment yep. yeah you, like we did it this morning okay. um okay. so i think soon we're going to let the ice rest so that we can cut through a hole like out there and walk across it um but once you get there you kind of just want to get in so we didn't let it rest today we cut it open and and
1: this is on C- so we we're at lake harriet lake harriet Yeah.
3: yep there is a hole at cedar as well or there
2: was last year so
1: and lake um, johanna
2: as well i think has one um where's that one I don't know where Lake Johanna is, but I hear a lot about it. Oh, I don't either. In Minnesota, there's loads.
0: So, to utilize this catwalk, uh-huh. is it just something someone can just show up and do, yeah. or do I need your permission or something? No?
2: I think at the moment, I think you can just show up and do it. I don't okay. know about the legality of it right Uh, now okay
0: there's legality
2: yeah oh talk Um, about that well you're only allowed to make a hole of a certain size in the ice or used to be i think it's like so it's a fishing hole so no skier or someone doing anything else recreational on the ice would come across it and fall in um but last year because it became so popular um a group worked with the parks board to get a permit and so I think when it's a hole, it becomes properly... I think it's a bit sketchy right now as to what it actually... Like, I think you just are allowed because there's a hole in the ice and it's fine. But when we have the square cut out, there are like rules to follow. So um,
3: by the end of the season, there was a post with a little QR code to, that you were signing a waiver to say, I'm doing this of my wow, own volition. Nice. And, and it was in a little... You know was posted on there. So it was So yeah. how,
0: how did it all get started? I mean, who had the idea? Like or how did the idea get sparked? Um well, with me, it was
2: uh I'd walked around the lake and I saw this woman in a very fluorescent swimsuit walking into the lake and it was in November. So it was very cold, but she just looked so peaceful and serene. Mm. Um this is Jan. She's a lovely lady. Um and I just I took a photo and I really wanted to join them but I had my kids and it was like no one does that and then literally <laughs> like three days later she posted on nextdoor.com totally at random a mm. picture of her doing that and saying does anyone else want to do it and um so yeah I went from there and started doing it um I met up with her about three weeks later no three days later and then uh, the lake froze over and I found that um we needed to find somewhere to go. So we ended up in convoy driving around Cedar Lake with, like, strangers that I'd met off the internet <laughs> wearing bathrobes and with hammers. Yes. And it was just, like, Who all the no. things... Yeah. It was just, like, all the things you say you'd never do. Like, don't uh-huh. meet up with strangers. Don't do that. Yeah, they're just... <laughs> like yeah it was very strange. Don't walk around in a swimsuit in your bathrobe and when it's you know freezing temperatures. Yeah Yeah, I mean I was meeting like this strange guy with a hammer and a bathrobe. I was like yeah hey Steve. (laughs)
0: He's just
2: Steve. Steve with the hammer. Um but yeah and so it went from there and then it just kind of grew um for me but I mean everyone has their own story for how they got into it because they met up with I think the day before I first went they met up with a guy who was just there and cleared some ice for them. And he actually already had plans to build a hole um, Hmm. because he'd done the polar plunge every year and wanted to build himself a regular space to do it. And then everyone just kind of grouped together. I think there's probably like 60 of us wow in the whatsapp group lots of people don't say anything in the group but they just silence it it's it's very active (laughs) it's It's a very
3: active whatsapp and it's a lot of like oh there's another person in a speedo yeah (laughs) a lot of pictures speedo sunday
2: sally's yeah yeah we know um yeah, like people posting pictures of the lake all day and it's uh-huh. just always beautiful. It's a nice thing to have, but yeah, it's it's a lot. It's
3: it's <laughs> called the Harriet Magic Hole. Yeah. The HMH. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now too. It's, so it's kind of brought and gotten an identity and mm-hmm. we do have the little stickers that say submergence and it's like little stick people in bathrobes like that. in a so line. Much. Um well so Sally started doing it and mm. she would, you know, kind of throw out there like, Who wants to do this? And it's funny the reactions you get, you get either people who are like never no asking way mean um, like mm-hmm. your bananas no way and people were like well that's interesting but like no 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 but you can like yeah I think I could tell that she could tell that I was like yeah. I mean I'm curious that's a terrible I mean I I feel like that's actually how I approach still every time I go I'm like why am I here this is terrible <laughs> every time she, every time she calls me, she's like you're whiny. I'm whiny. and I like you're <laughs> <laughs> we were yesterday, and it was so windy. There were waves yes. on the little yeah. catwalk, uh, and I was like, why am I here? <laughs> this is terrible. And I literally complained the entire time. No, when you get me. in the water, you <laughs> stop complaining. But literally, like, just
1: standing on the beach looking very mad. That I do. Like, that sounds like Jody's and my relationship. Like, yes. I'm actually the one complaining, saying, why am I here? Right. Why me? Right. And Jodi's just like, I'm like,
0: in. Let's and go. I'm like, stay go. in. But she also in. knew.
1: She also knew that I was...
3: Curious about it mm. and like wanted to try it, so then I eventually.
0: I know okay. it was a
2: big surprise. I thought you'd, I thought you'd turn me down outright, and then like you just got this text message going. You know I'm going to do this right. And was like, okay, <laughs> you know this is happening. Well, it's I also, I
3: find walking in to be yeah. much worse than walking just out on the ice and like just slipping in. So it's like every step is this terrible choice <laughs> um, um, instead of like one terrible choice. And then just like, okay, I'm in it. It's like, this is terrible. This is terrible. This is terrible. Oh, now it's really terrible. Now it's at my crotch. So it's really terrible. Really terrible. And then there's like a hole in the sand. You're like, and now it's instantly here. And oh my God. Um, you get so much
2: taller to stop your breasts going in. <laughs> yeah. You're <laughs> like really let's, good for posture. Let's you just talk
0: keep about going. the nipples. Let's. What happens to the nipples? Like what is that?
2: Oh yeah. They, they be, they, Bit of hasty retreat. Um, <laughs> I don't think they're, they're fans of it.
0: <laughs> really? nipples do not. No, like, no. No.
2: But like once they're in, they're fine. But like you, you, you do everything to avoid putting them in. But you're going, they're
1: going in. <laughs> it's going in. They're going
2: in. They're going in. I, I um, feel more concerned or I mostly focus on my toes. I don't
3: even think yeah. they'll notice my nipples, to be honest. They yeah. Don't hurt. Everything's kind of I feel goes, like no, it would just really hurt. Nothing hurts. Nothing because hurts. Because like, like it burns
2: a bit when you're walking in. Yeah, it burns a little. And then... It's just this really weird numbness, which is kind of like this morning because I was in there for quite a while because we had to chop the hole. Um, Like, I, th- I, I for some reason I thought my feet were warm, and then it was just like, oh no! I mean, that no, can't I just don't know where they can't be healthy. Is
1: that? I mean, is would a doctor <laughs> prescribe I me? Mean, like, what would a doctor <laughs> say? Stick doctor. A doctor. Well, like, ice perhaps. bath. Their athletes
3: do ice yeah. baths, mm. or mm. cold soaks Good or point. whatever. And so, you know, I think people also take measures. Like, most people wear. I mean, when I started, I just put on a pair of wool socks or just mm. socks to. just just like some barrier. Yeah. Um, I generally I don't put my fingers in. So I wear big mittens and sometimes even when it's really cold, cause I get really cold hands. I put a hot hands in there and hold them up. Um, <laughs> and then if you dip your head under, which you, yeah. people do mm-hmm. kind of at like a one-off at the end, you just hold your stuff up. So, <laughs> you know, people sort of mitigate, some of that, but I think toes to me are the worst part. And mm. or people have all the way up to really fancy neoprene mm. booties. Mm. I have an old pair of like aqua socks that my mom gave me that I wear. And, um, I went in yesterday without socks and I forgot my booties and I, that was to me much worse. Like mm. I was like very focused on how cold my feet mm. were, mm. but, um,
1: I don't notice my nipples. And, no. the, and the, the penis situation you yeah. from your male allies mm-hmm. in the water. What is that like? Um I, uh, from what I've heard um,
2: uh, there's not much there after <laughs> um, but it does eventually return yeah they refer to it as shrinkage um, and it's funny because like I keep when you're in your there with guys you don't know it's, yeah what? hasty retreat hasty retreat um, and yeah it's it's a funny one like it, it like men do want to share, but you don't feel like you can ask it's like what happened to your penis let's say. <laughs>
1: Well, when Jess brought her yeah. husband, I did. I was
2: like, "Get the intel." Well, yeah, I mean, they've met. Like, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, yeah, that worked, that's
3: good to get the intel. When I brought a, a male friend named Jake, <laughs> I won't give you his last name, but that is his real first name. Um, he came in and he really wanted to do it, and he was you know, and he kind of asked a couple of preemptive questions like, "What happens to my penis?" And I was like, "Well, I don't know. I don't have one," and you know, um. And we gave him all the tips and like, keep your hands up. And he had big mittens on. And it was like he slipped in, and the second his penis was in the water, he like threw his hands down, like grabbed it, and had this look of just shock and horror on his face. And I was like, oh, those are wet gloves now. Like, wow, your mittens are super (laughs) wet. wet. Like, this whole Mm. thing goes worse for you now because you just like couldn't. And I received text messages from him for, like, a full day being like, so... <laughs> he was concerned. He, and I just had to reassure him that men, you know, it's... Um, there's a lot of men that do this regularly uh, mm-hmm. and they
2: all... I mean, we haven't heard any reports of
3: long-term Permanent damage. damage. No.
2: Um, so... It, but, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, on Sundays, we have something that's called Speedo Sunday, where guys show up in Speedos, if they mm-hmm. so choose. Um, and... Uh, yeah, they seem fine. <laughs> I, they I have cannonball them. in. They cannonball in then, their yeah. speedos. Yeah. Cannonball, mm-hmm. cannonball. Um, but the but apparently, like wearing speedos is actually more comfortable because like baggy shorts, if mm. you wear them in the water, oh. when you come out they freeze. Oh sure. And so you're walking yes. in frozen shorts, which is. Really, yeah. like because yeah. like women's swimsuits, like they're clingy and like mm-hmm. we don't have that like excess fabric. Yeah, thing. that right. makes sense. So yeah, it's it like it, it's more than just a kind of like crazy choice. It's like <laughs> oh, that makes sense. So
0: like, you wear swimsuits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swimsuits.
2: swimsuits, a hat, and mittens. That's
3: and kind some of kind of sock. Some sort of sock. Of sock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then oh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. <laughs> what well, was I saying? And then most people have uh, some sort of, you know, people who do it regularly, especially come in like a there's the dry robe, those swimmers robes that are like a fleecy towel inside and oh. then like a like big wind shell. Oh. And I had a friend who saw pictures of me doing it when last winter and she is in Switzerland and she said she has friends who go into Lake Geneva mm-hmm. and she said, they all have these dry robes. Do you have one? And I was like, Oh no, I'm not. You know, I just had like a hoodie inside my jacket, um, before. And she sent me one. And not there there's so many. I mean, yesterday, everybody, I think, when yeah. we went to DIP, had mm-hmm. one. Oh. Just because they buck the wind. They're an easy, like, you slip them on, and then you can... You can actually get
2: changed inside it
3: because so it's so big. big.
2: Um, so you can get your swimsuit off because it's actually nicer to drive home without... The swimsuit because um it's, it's like very your own little
0: portable changing room. yeah
3: I'm oh, just saying yeah. if you see someone in a dry robe at a coffee shop they you might not be wearing anything underneath
1: they this. probably will be naked <laughs>
2: yeah underneath that
1: so no, yeah. but I just I love though what you just said so because this is not like a new thing I mean there are cultures mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that have been doing this for since the beginning of time, Mm -hmm. Finland, you know, the Scandinavian countries Mm -hmm. in Lake Geneva. So it's not like we're talking about it as being like this really crazy thing. Look how crazy these Americans are. Can you talk about how this is actually like steeped in culture and it's really not that crazy? No, it isn't. I mean, I read a book last year. It's called
2: Wintering. Um, Oh, I can't remember. I think it's by Catherine May. And she talks about um, her depression and finding that winter is a really good time to just sort of make your life smaller but she also talks about like running into the uh, the water in um, England in the winter and sort of like how exhilarating it is and and talks about other cultures having done similar things and I think there is there are medical um, studies being done now about the effect of cold water and mental health. There was a BBC huh. article about how um, this group of people through the pandemic sort of met at like 5am would walk and then dunk and um, just feel so much better about life and they're talking about like can it be something that can be prescribed or how could they like you know make it into a medical thing rather than just a group of crazy people (laughs) but using crazy in the good term rather than pejorative term but yeah for mental health I think there does need to be work done on it because I think it's really helped a lot of people and uh, I think that's why it comes up in so many different cultures because like it works for some people, so. Yeah. Can you
1: talk about what, how it impacts you and what it does for you?
2: Um, it makes you quite angry, but it
0: makes me initially
3: (laughs) angry and I shoot daggers out of my eyes at Sally um, every time almost. Um, but no, I I think that it is, you know, in some ways for me originally too, it was like, I'm going to try something like I Mm. will try to eat whatever, like It was a strange thing on the menu. Like, I'm going to try it because I just, you know, try something once. Right. And just to say I've done it. And if I don't try like I know if she had kept going and I Mm. hadn't ever said yes, I would just be frustrated by that lack of saying yes Mm. to it, Um, even if I hated it. And I will say that I've only seen, I think, like one person, not to say everybody comes back, Mm. but I think only one person that I've seen try it the first Mm. time was like, nope was Britta. Yeah. Remember? yeah. Like she hopped in and was like, Oh no, nope, this is not for me. And she like, was like, I did it great. I did it. And hopped right back yeah. out and just left. Yeah. But like everyone else who I've seen try it to get to that point of like, I'm curious, I'm curious, mm. I'm curious, I'm, I'm going to try it ends up becoming, back, yeah. becoming, mm. you know, in whatever capacity, however consistent or not is drawn back to it. Um, I do think there's, you know, in some ways, like during the height of the pandemic, it Mm -hmm. was like, this was a a way when our kids were, so Sally and my, um, our oldest are the same age, our oldest daughters. And then our youngest were in the same kindergarten class Mm -hmm. last year. So it was like pandemic kindergarten. So Mm -hmm. we were home with them doing distance learning. Mm -hmm. So we would text back and forth and it became, so this became like a, I can get out of my house. Nobody wants to come with me. (laughs) Yes.
2: Yes. Yes. It's dangerous
3: to have my kids around icy water. So they can't come. (laughs) It became like a, a space away, Mm. even though you were, you know, so there was for me, that mental aspect was like, it's just my thing. It's my space. It's, um, it is a few minutes to not think because you do have to focus, I think very much on your body and like not panicking, not like, you know, just to like sit down in that space. And you do physically have to kind of, I mean, you don't have to, but Sally's advice first was like, I got in and I'm standing with the water, you know, the hole's only about to like your belly by my belly button. I'm like five, seven, it's like right here. And she was like, and I was like, I can't breathe. Like, you know, I couldn't catch my breath. And she said, you you have to, to catch your breath. You have to go further. You have Mm. to have it over your lungs because you even out that pressure. Right. So it's like cold and the different temperatures make you feel like you can't catch your breath. And it's Um, shock and panic. It's not actually... It's not so it's like it's almost like a, a mental, mental thing that's yeah, happened. Yeah. It's like, not a like uh,
1: mindfulness. I yeah, feel like totally. totally. you have to focus on your breath. You have to focus on like
3: being okay in that yeah. moment. And so it was like once I I mean she always reminds me of the face I gave her when I very first got in and that was like <laughs> just like wild, wild rage. Just and she'll sometimes she'd be like, "Oh, it's the look again. It's the Whoa, look again." It's it's a whole it's thing. thing. <laughs> and, but when I went down here like to my, you know, right above like at my at Colour my bone. sternum yeah. and collarbone and kind of had my hands up. I was like, oh, okay, you really, I could breathe easier. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you could breathe into, you know, having a goal. And mm-hmm. she said, the goal, you know, we set a goal to stay in for three minutes the first time. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it was like setting that goal and she had her watch and mm-hmm. it was like, okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And so there was a definite focus and like all the other things that were terrible and still are around and swirling and sort of that existential dread. Mm-hmm. It was just not, huh. it's just not it's there. For mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It just mm-hmm. goes away just for that. Even time. for just that
1: little time. Mm. And
3: you're just focused
0: on, like, It sounds like, the procedure. The, like a mindfulness practice, like yeah. like meditation. Yeah. So you can't think of anything else then no. either. Like, you're not t- thinking about your kids. You're not thinking nope. about your job. You're not thinking there's about... There's no
2: pandemic. There's no anything.
0: It's just you in the hole,
2: And usually a sunrise or a sunset or, or just sunshine yeah. on ice. Um mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Snowflakes, you just look at nature. I mean, I see eagles regularly. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you can't believe everyone's not in there with you. You're like, oh, <laughs> my bit, yeah. God, this is amazing. Yeah. And if you're with other people, they're in the same space. Yeah. And that's so rare at the moment. And we like, even chat. Like, we also, sometimes for me, it's just like a space to chat Yeah, my you end up being without, in like, like, too long if you, like, because you've yeah. really good conversations. And you, just, and you watch people have different experiences. Even, yeah.
3: even in the whole, at one yeah. point, it might be like, I'm in there with Sally, and we're chatting. Because we're used to it and we can. And Mm. you know, I'm not always like fully like in my brain about Mm -hmm. it. It's like, it is doing those things. I think even when I'm not focused on Mm, it, but you have some people who come in and it's much more meditative or they follow like Wim Hof. I know we were talking about, um, so for a while, the group was called the Swimhoffers. Like, it was sort of a play on, <laughs> on his philosophy of that. And um, so there's some people who are in that space. And I'm much more like, again, it's a break. I'm here. Nobody wants to be here with me. Mm-hmm. And I can chat with my friends for seven cold minutes. And, you know, there's that
0: social piece. And I'm wondering about, are there people who are competitive I don't – I've not
2: not. I've not I've really come across competitive, like, okay. for staying in a long time. I think yeah. everyone's got a real sense of, like, it is really cold. Minnesota is very cold. The air is crazy cold. Like, the water stays the same temperature, but the air is crazy cold. So, you, like, if you you wouldn't push yourself in that way because you've got to get to the beach. You've got to get your clothes back on. You've got to get in the car. And, like, there's definitely been times where I – have perhaps been in for 30 seconds too long and i'm like oh okay so yeah i don't think there's not competitiveness in that way there were there were yeah that really is but um and like everyone's very supportive like we have one lady who comes um and everyone's helped her at some point put her pants back on (laughs) like it's it's like a rite of passage (laughs) and it's just like it's what we do um and it's like it's like everyone looks out for each other and like Mm. um because like it, it It doesn't feel extreme, but there are certain moments where the wind picks up and you're like, oh, right. No, we need to be adults and stop playing and get doing. So, yeah, there's no competitiveness that way. There are some more purist people, so, like, who are real adherents of Wim Hof, Mm -hmm. um, who do wonder sometimes about the laughter and are having our hands out because you're supposed Uh. to have your hands in and concentrate on your breathing. Um, And that's great. That's just the way they do their practice, Mm -hmm. Um, whereas, like, you know, I love the meditative times, but I also love... The laughter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, someone had their birthday party in the hall. There was like a little floating, floating raft with like cupcakes. I want to be your friends. Oh my God. Join us. (laughs) When we
3: finally got to drop our kids back off at school in February. Oh yeah. It was, you know, so it was like a beautiful, sunny February day where it was probably like Mm -hmm. 25 or, you know, in that. So it's not so cold. And we all showed up and had donuts and mimosas, like at a little table on the beach. And then, Hopped in, you know, after, and it was this sort of celebratory. So I think in, like, in some ways, I go there. I feel like drawn to it when I feel stressed out mm-hmm. or if things feel dark, which is a lot. um But also when it's celebratory. I mean, yeah. I think I went in like after the twenty twenty election mm. results. Uh, were oh, there are a lot like, of people doing I, that. I, yeah, you know, I, mean, yes. I was like, I just want to go there. I wanted yeah. to. Like, yeah. it felt yeah. like a, so that community mm. is there. It feels like and and it does feel supportive. Like people come and it's their first dip, and everybody's like, Yay! It's your first mm-hmm. dip and. So it reminds me, Jodi and I met doing bootcamp and we were just talking about how su- that supportive community and people yeah. being like at whatever level they're at yeah. and everybody feeling uplifted
2: by people around them. And I think mm. I sense that there. I mean, yeah, just, I Yeah, it's very that. welcoming. And like, um, as someone who's not from here, it's one of those spaces where like literally everyone is always welcome, um, and is treated r- lovely because like, you know, we just want everyone to have a good time and have a safe time. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been really good over the pandemic. I think.
1: Yeah. And then when you walk away, you talk. You kind of talked about in be feeling invigorated. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. What What's the after effect once you get out, and what does it do to your body? I think it's like – I get like a hyper focus. Mm-hmm. It's like, very like. Is
2: like that bit in? Um, I was compared to that bit in Pulp Fiction where um, she's just had the adrenaline shot. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel. It's just like whoa, and like yeah, I'm I'm able to get a lot of stuff done, and like just the drive away is like music's on loud, um, hmm. very elated, feeling very great. And it didn't matter how I arrived; that's how I always leave. Huh. Um, so that's something that's been. How great. long does the effect last? Oh, it depends when the. The day gets too big, but um, oh, okay. but, uh, really? but yeah, no, it um it, it lasts a while. I can tell when I've been in the morning as to the what kind of day I'll have. Really, okay, like because huh. I was going very early for a long time. Um, and like my husband started to notice as well. So you should get up and go to the lake.
1: That oh should be gosh.
0: something you
2: should do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Better on To me when I haven't been out for a run in a long, like in a while, mm-hmm. he'll yeah. notice yeah. and be like, maybe you should just go blow off some shit. Yes. Put your head in a lake. Yeah. Oh. You should do that. Wife. I, um, yeah, I get that.
3: And I think like for me too, it's always, people always want to know what it's like, like how, why is it so cold when you get out? Right. Mm. Cause you're wet. And I just have to say physically, like when you get out, you're numb. So Mm. there is this sort of grace period. I mean, sometimes it's hard to like maneuver your socks or your pants. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why I don't wear pants. You just put that robe back on. It's a um, a lot of work. (laughs) Pants are a lot of work, but you know, socks or shoes back on. But I mean, ultimately like you have, it starts like right away when you get out Mm. because you're standing in this, like whatever it is and you sort of feel impervious to it. You're like, I have conquered this winter because I'm standing here in my swimsuit and there's, undoubtedly a person on the beach or walking by going, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking pictures. Like, we're in a... An, it, lots of people... Some people ask, mm-hmm. but most people are just like, click, 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 click. Oh, and yeah. And just, you know... come. Sometimes people come right up to the fence and like... My like butt a is a animals. lot of
2: Instagrams.
3: And it would just be like... <laughs> without my knowledge, yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, it's... I mean, people are curious, which yeah. I appreciate. Yeah. And some people Ye- who were curious, we've seen come back and try it, too. But oh. um, but um you're, you're a tourist of, attraction.
2: It is a bit. It does mm-hmm. feel like it. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yesterday I was... Yeah, yesterday I was in and there was like three people on the shore taking pictures. Like you have to wave because like you're not even going to acknowledge. Like you're literally taking a picture of me partially naked. That's that's a thing. Like, um but yeah, I think that's been good for like my body positivity as well. It's like because like before I would never let someone take a picture of me in my swimsuit. Like I have a shoulders up policy at the beach and that kind of thing. And now it's just like ah that's that's gone like you found
0: some comfort yeah Mm. it's just
2: like I'm used used to it and you don't look at your best when you get like your skin is bright red I compare it to like tomato soup and And and, do you
1: kind of like gain a new respect for what your body can do and you almost a body positivity but almost like hey thanks body for like letting me do this do you I mean I imagine it's
2: yeah I guess so I think it yeah it probably is that as well because you feel so like I just did that and mm -hmm. so if someone's taking a picture it's like I feel great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like,
3: yeah. Go yeah for it. I'm, that. I'm happy, amazing. You know? Yeah. So yeah. it feels
2: really good. Yeah. Everybody
3: in there is pretty happy. And mm-hmm. like, just like, so it, it does, you just do. And sometimes, you know, just being like, I just was in that it's 10 degrees out. And I was just in that lake for seven minutes. And and you know, you know, the feeling of like when you come in from being outside sledding or any of those things mm-hmm. like, as a kid to yeah. remember that, like yeah. putting your stuff on the radiator and like putting on warm, like yes. dry sweatpants. It's like h- it's yeah. like that feeling hey. times. The- Hige, Hige. Huga? Huga. Yeah. Huga? yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like the cozy feeling the afterwards cozy? Yeah. is very yeah. like, that's invigorating too. So you have the like, and sometimes you, you know, you feel that cozy and then you touch your skin and it's like, So cold, still, but like yeah, I love that. That's one of my favorite things about Mm cross-country skiing is the Mm. being done with it and getting home. (laughs)
2: Yeah, no, it's very true. (laughs) Warming up, that warm-up part
3: is really pleasant as well. I think, and
2: that appreciation for your body as well, especially with cross-country skiing, Mm because you have that ache too, which is not well. Sometimes the next day, it's unpleasant, but like that kind of like heavy tiredness in your body that you feel quite thankful for is nice. Because you've just worked, yeah. You've yeah. worked muscles and mm-hmm. things
0: that don't typically get to move, mm-hmm. and yeah, maneuvering mm-hmm. up hills and going down them. And, I'm just yeah. I'm just thinking about like the, I mean, the stillness.
1: Mm-hmm. Like there's you know to when you're mm-hmm. when you're dipping, yeah. Or what, what, yeah, is that dipping. What you when you're yeah, dipping? Yeah. dipping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but just just the because I think when we think about like polar plunge you know the idea is that it's like in and frantic. out, frantic. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Y- when you're there. Everything just kind of slows down, mm. and I know that I need more of that in my life yeah. of just being still. That's not one of my core strengths, and so
3: no, like neither. that's not a space I go to very often. Mm-hmm. And like I even have trouble with yoga because I get a little like, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to. If mm-hmm. I've got twenty minutes, I just want to like run fast and mm-hmm. Same. and yeah. go hard and do something mm-hmm. quick. And and I think so. This is for me very out of, which is probably why I complain all the way up until the second, I'm in it. but, uh, but I do, you do just kind of slow down and do it. And there is, it is calm and it's really calm. Lake here, it is just one of my favorite, most beautiful mm. spaces in Minneapolis. And I think enjoying it in the winter this way too. I mean, it's always nice to walk around and it's pretty, but it's like enjoying it sort of all year round. It feels really pleasant too, yeah. sort of
2: that space. For me, it felt like like, Harrier had like an extra gift last year. Like, I, mm. it's always been somewhere that's given me a lot of strength, like walking around it, being there with my kids. And then, like, last winter, when everyone needed something extra, it's like, and now you can swim in me mm. in the winter. It was like, oh, <laughs> it's the thank you. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Yeah. it was, was like, like chop it down the stump. <laughs> no, no, because at least it freezes back. But, um, but yeah, it like, and that was like, I, I don't think it's any, coincidence that during a time when everything was very difficult, a group of people got together to do their like the coffee shops were closed, gyms were closed, yeah. there was no boot camps, there were no places, and then suddenly there was just this hole where you could go and be, and that was really special. So it's nice that it's carried on, but yeah, it's um it definitely And it can I also it say it that City Lake water is maybe best frozen. Like yeah. almost frozen.
3: <laughs> <True>. <laughs> like very, very, very cold. I mean it's super clear. You can see right to the bottom. It's sandy. Like you can there's no Muck. There's no yeah. dead fish floating on it. Yeah. Like it smells fine. It's like it's <laughs> lovely. I think Lake Harriet water at almost freezing is.
2: <laughs> I swam maybe all it's summer, best. so like, I, I I feel like she's beautiful. Like, well, she is always beautiful, but the water's in
3: the
0: pretty cold water is yeah. So, do you A see this bit. increasing in popularity? Yes, no? I think yeah. Like uh, yeah? It,
2: like it's seeing stories on the BBC and other places like mm-hmm. coming out of other countries and it being something that other people are exploring. I think it will grow in popularity because like it's free um which most especially winter sports certainly yeah, are right, right. Um, yeah. you don't need any extra gear like you like a big coat and a swimsuit and a pickaxe I mean like there's no like, just there's
0: like not a re- friend with a pickaxe a friend with a pickaxe even that's like
2: that's me just so you don't need any pickaxes. extra stuff and like you know we were talking about dry robes but like all last year we none of us had those oh, okay. I like I just had a big coat and, um, yeah, you certainly don't need any fancy, anything. No, and it's I wore just socks have, and but, um, So it's
0: very accessible.
2: Yeah. yeah really accessible. Yeah.
0: And I think it will grow because people
3: like you two are going to come with us. Yeah, like mm-hmm. You've talked yeah. me into it. I, I have seen I want, very few people just turn, just try it once and say, that's not for me. Most mm. people are like, I, I get it. Yeah. Once you're, once you get it and whatever level, how consistent or, you know, but sometimes it just like I feel drawn to it. And I was up North and Bawabic and I had to send Sally a picture, but there was just this beautiful, you know, no ice on it yet, but like just this really cold irony lake up on the iron range. And I just was like, I got to go in that. (sighs) Like I just sort of felt drawn to this really cold water. Hmm. And you know, I think there's, you just kind of find a little home in it. Mm. Yeah. I Mm -hmm.
1: know. I have to admit, I came into this conversation thinking, Absolutely not in a way ever. And now, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, okay, let's, let's uh, get this on the calendar. Let's and it is, there. it is addictive. I mean, like, because you, you have one dip and it's good, but then you hear about, like, a sunrise dip.
2: That sounds great. Mm-hmm. There were people that met during the eclipse in the middle of the night. Like, you just like, there's uh, going to be a solstice dip where it's huh. like, you know, like, and you just kind of like, oh, yeah, that would be great. What, yeah, like yeah. What would that great experience be like in the lake? Like, so you yeah. just... <laughs> So yeah, um. I do warn you of that. Like if you come, like,
0: and I think too, what, I mean, what I really love about this conversation too, is again, this is something you discovered, you yes. just discovered mm-hmm. it. And now it's become part of your life. Yeah. And like, that is the thing that I think is so powerful that life is just not static. It mm-hmm. is fluid. And we are meant to discover new things. Yes. And if you were just open and open mm-hmm. your eyes and open to new experiences, you just don't know what's going to call you and become like your next thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, this is really, I think, inspiring to not only me, but I think anybody listening. Yeah, this is like my next
1: like camping for me because I hated <laughs> camping. Used to hate camping. Mm-hmm. Now I, I've discovered it. I
0: love it. I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah. Now digging. you're gonna be mm-hmm. ice dipping. A, a, a dipper. Give me a dipper.
2: Well, it started me swimming every day too because like I started in the winter and then I just carried on going to the lake every day and so it would like start swimming and um that was a I didn't think I'd have that habit and I've really enjoyed it over the year so. Mm. It's nice that it's cold again, though.
0: So, do you prefer swimming in the cold water versus?
2: Um, I well, you can swim longer in warm water, but like now when I go to the gym, the water feels um un- a bit unpleasant. It's not like I prefer cold. Okay. Like, um. Yeah. Wow. Interesting.
1: All right. Nice so too- we we are going to take a really quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk like. Tips on if you want to do this at home or tr- try it yourself. Okay, mm-hmm. you can't do it at home, but
0: try
2: <laughs> it well, yourself. People do. <laughs> cold
1: showers—that's a whole thing. Oh, yeah. Cold shower, oh shower practice, yeah. Yeah. some people train with a cold shower. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness! Okay, well, we'll be right back with Molly and Sally talking about their top tips for polar dipping. We'll be right back.
0: We Do This for Fun is supported by 515 Productions, a high-end video production business based in Minneapolis. The website is 515 Productions.com.
1: And did you know that Jody is also a health and wellness coach? Check out her website at jodygruen.com
0: If you like this podcast, we'd love your support. Please rate and review us and hit subscribe. Learn more about us at We Do for Fun dot com.
1: We are here with Molly and Sally, who are enlightening us about polar mind blown dipping. <laughs> so you're inspiring me. So, if, for people who are listening who want to try this, what are your top tips? Where do you start? What do you do?
3: I'm going to share what Sally shared with me when I said to her, "You know, I'm going to do this right." And I finally said, "Let's do this." Um, you know, sort of on the practical side. Well, first of all, I would say go with somebody or find a time where other people are there. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. definitely something you shouldn't do completely yeah. on your own, just for all of the safety reasons. But yeah. um, uh, she sent me a text that just, you know, sort of get, got me ready. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, at the time I didn't have a dry robe or anything, it was, you know, don't wear sweatpants or pants. Mm-hmm. Cause it's harder to get them back on after, um, have some sort of foot covering to go into the water. You'll feel better. You know, she told me to wear mittens and a hat. Um, she told me to bring a yoga mat mm-hmm. and, or a towel. And there are generally yoga mats. Um, because the ice around the hole is hard. You know, you don't want to slip on your way oh, sure. in. So it's like a grippy, mm-hmm. it's better than a towel. Cause it doesn't stick to the ice and it's grippy. Yeah. Um, yep. so if you have a yoga mat, but also a towel, mm-hmm. um, and, And then it was just to like, have not get your car really warm on the way there Mm -hmm. because you know, it's nicer to get into a very warm car. So like overheat your car as you drive there. Um, and then when we were there, it was to not dwell too long, right? Don't wait and just kind of, you just slipped in and then it was, you will maybe do what I did, which is give a very, very nasty look to your friend, (laughs) like (laughs) as you're gasping for breath, because there is that panic and still healing. Yes. There is that panic and sort of like shock value Mm. of that
2: temperature of water. What, what is the temperature of the water? It's like 30, I think it's, it's 35 eight right now but um goes down to like 30 uh, yeah 34 four, I think yeah right mm-hmm. so it's like just but just above freezing like so sometimes you, can you see it freeze around you yeah yes you can
3: oh um, really yeah. yeah there's times where it's like uh, the ice is wow. physically like little pieces forming oh my god um, Weird. and you can't feel it when you're numb so you got to be careful because you don't want to like <laughs> cut yourself mm-hmm. um so it was and then if you're standing to like lower your chest in to sort of like I find that really
2: helpful. Yes. Mm -hmm. Catch your
3: breath. And it was a really, so everybody that I do who comes in and has that same look on their face, like, why am I doing this? And they're standing with the water about to their waist. And they're a little like, I want to just stand here and Mm -hmm. get out. But the, once you lower your body, a, the water is generally warmer than the air. So you do feel better down and you're a little more protected from wind, but also you just catch your breath. So those were, um, those were the like practical tips Mm. that I turn around and shared, like sort of what to bring and what to expect. And, um, I love
2: that. Yeah, I think I'd add as well. Like, um, you, like you definitely don't need anything that's that. Like, you don't need to go and buy a load of stuff. I mean, I think the less stuff you have when it's really cold, the better, because you've got to get it all back to the car. So mm. it's like you don't want like six blankets, a towel to be oh, trying sure. to put on yeah. a pair of leggings. <laughs> like, eat, like, like, like because some people do bring a lot of stuff, and they're the kind of people who can have things. I literally <laughs> used to show up with my coat in a swimsuit <laughs> and a yoga mat. Go in just put my coat back on like i wouldn't even towel off because it was like just get <laughs> just to the get car yeah. like um and the fewer things you have to fuss with yeah. like the less like you are to lose your car keys so yeah. it's kind of like you know even less boots is more and stuff
3: because i think yeah. you know you think you want to be warm after but you don't really feel a lot so it's much easier to actually slip even your wet socks into a crock or a oh. yeah. like a big like a big boot you don't want the big lace-up sorrels are going to be really mm-hmm. hard to get on because mm. yeah, yeah. your hands are cold and yeah. then your feet are a little numb
2: so you're like am I in mean, like, here yeah so I mean, simple as like, I think I mean putting on better. leggings after swimming can be tough anyway oh, but like when, you're, when you've got numb hands it's like it's just
0: it's hilarious like it just kind of like <laughs> that's just not happening so what about preparing your mind is there any um I think maybe have a, a think about why
2: you want to do it. But I think if you think too long, you won't. Oh, so, okay. so, like, because like you know, it's not logical. Like you've told the whole time, don't a walk on ice, but you Minnesotans insist on it. Um, and then like, like you know, avoid cold water. Don't be too cold for too long, and that kind of thing. And like, yeah, I think, I think look at why you're curious, and then try it. Rather mm-hmm. than you can you can easily think your way out of it um that's a good point
3: and I think yeah. looking around and seeing that people are doing this and people are okay you know yeah. it's and like they're happy
2: like yeah. Yeah. it's not like right. it's not an endurance thing it's not like body attack or like one of those kind of exercise classes where you're doing something to hurt yourself it's like <laughs> people are there for joy and yes. self-care yeah. and like good reasons not and like you, I want to see what my body can do yeah. it's like yeah it's just it's joyful yeah. although I think that's kind of a fun way to start too it's like let me see if I can do this like yeah. can I yeah. do this
3: can I stay yeah. in here for one minute can I stay in here for two can I stay mm. in here for three and And then, then, you are chatting and it's 20. And it's like, oh, I've never done 20. But
0: I've done like 10 and you'd be surprised.
3: You're like, I'm okay. Yeah, you
0: really are. Yeah. Uh, Totally fine. Well, so you you talked about how this is very kind of healing for you. Mm. And I imagine you have day-to-day lives that might, um, you might look for some solace. Um, This could be, this is providing you with that. And I'm just wondering if you could tell us a little bit about what your day-to-day life is like.
2: Um, I'm a writer. I um, write children's books um, mainly for publishers in the United Kingdom because obviously I'm from England. People might have noticed (laughs) I don't sound like everyone else. I've not just been putting it on for the podcast. (laughs) Which would have been amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm British on air. Um, But, yeah, so I I, I write children's books. I wrote um, two uh, that came out over here that came out this year. I had done. Um, oh, wow. Congratulations. Uh, thank yes. you. Yeah. I had a biography of Simone Biles and <gasps> a biography of Amelia Earhart, which was exciting to come wow. out. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a really fun job, but there's been parts of it. I think this year that have been more difficult. I've had to write about the pandemic a couple of mm-hmm. times and mm-hmm. that's been quite stressful to try yeah. and ex- a, explain it to children, but then also relive it. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. and I found the lake has really helped with huh. that. Um, uh but yeah i love my job Where can people find your books where can they find uh well the uh amelia Earhart and um simone biles i think they're under a trail they're under the trailblazers series and you can find them at wild rumpus um or any bookstores really in the twin wow. cities um or like you know you can get them delivered to your home in a blue van there, the <laughs> guy which sells the thing <laughs> yeah um, yeah amazon but yeah main like preferably bookstores. Um, yeah. and then in the UK you can get them on scholastic book fairs and everything. Oh, wow. Like that. So and are
1: you online? Do you have like a website or anything or I Instagram do. or uh, I'm sallystoryteller.com.
2: Um yeah, and that's where you can find out about all my books. Awesome.
1: awesome. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know we were in the presence of a published oh, author. Yeah. That's yes. amazing. We got to go to
3: her Amelia Earhart wild rumpus. Virtu- I mean, it was Zoom because, yeah. you know, uh, live from my life. She, live from her office, but she did a, a talk, you know, an author talk with Wild wow, Rumpus. Oh, so cool.
1: Congratulations.
0: That was
2: a dream come true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was really it fun. Really was. It's such a special place. So and
0: that yeah, was great. for people who don't know Wild Rumpus, it's mm. this just magical little bookstore in the heart of South Minneapolis over by Lake Harriet. And oh, it's just the coolest right. little bookstore. It's got right. cats and chickens. Yes. Which is what you want Living in a bookstore. together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And a teeny door. (gasps) And a teeny purple door that's just
2: Mm kid-sized, which um, your kids make you go through at some point, which is hard. (laughs) Um,
3: (laughs) It's hard to follow Sally sometimes. (laughs) She's so funny with her fake British British. accent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I knew she'd turn (laughs) up stage (laughs) me. Anyway, uh, I do not have as cool of a job as Sally, Um, but... I do a lot of volunteer work, and I am one of the state chapter leads for Minnesota Moms Demand Action, which is a gun violence prevention organization, and um, which I think is is work that is really relentless. And um, oh, yeah. I think you know news about gun violence in, mm. is a relentless thing, yes. especially right now. There's yeah. um, you know as we sit here, there's gun violence. Um, threats at schools all over the country. And, you know, we were always, Mm -hmm. you know, in the pandemic and with violence and this, you know, we're always sending ourselves and our kids into spaces where we're worried about them and we're collectively about, you know, like I say there's no other, there's no such thing as other people's children. Like we're worried about everybody. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think that work can be really Heavy And it can be really um, dark. And I think that sense of like existential dread can really set in when you're dealing in numbers and, and, you know, lives lost and all that. So um, I think that for me, certainly having that space where I can just like go and, and take a beat and get refreshed. And, you know, I, like I said before, it's a space where the, I can, I celebrate things that are joyful and also where you can just get like a minute to like meditate and be in a space that's free of some of those things that make you feel bad. And, and like Sally said, I think, you know, you, you get out with a bit of focus and a bit of energy that's different than the day-to-day energy. Mm-hmm. And it's a way to recharge and it's like a free, accessible, quick way to recharge. You know, I can get to the lake and get back to my house in you know, probably 25 minutes total. Mm-hmm. Um, just with, and, and just kind of have that reset. And I think that that's really important and whatever you do, you know, sometimes I I run, I do other Mm. things, but, um, sometimes when I run, it's think running and the lake is, is a little less of that. It lets things kind of, I always, I sort of visualize things just sort of like, like the lake sort of taking on yeah. stresses mm-hmm. or like yeah. sort of like releasing mm-hmm. yeah. into that water, not peeing. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say I've never done that. Not in the hole, <laughs> but the walking. I get quite numb. I wouldn't know. I'm done. Right. <laughs> it mean, I
0: might
2: feel fine,
3: but, no, um, I but sort of that, like I visualize things mm-hmm. like releasing. And I think you said yeah. to me once, like we're going to leave it in the lake. Yeah. And it's fun, like. I was like, sometimes it's a place I feel like I can go leave some stuff huh.
2: and, and that's so powerful. Come out with. A, oh my gosh. I guess, you know, but I think especially with your work and like you did a lot of political work like in January and December last yeah. year in the run up to the election like I completely forgotten that like the amount of stuff that we were leaving in the lake was like quite a lot. Like, <laughs> right. right. No you wonder know, there's those algae plants. just leaving stuff in there. Like when you're doing all the um, like texting and phoning on behalf mm-hmm. of candidates and stuff and like you know, you can get some really horrible answers to those yeah. texts and phone calls and that that I found yeah. that really helpful with that. There was a lot to leave in the lake. And yeah, I think there, was yeah. there is <laughs> in general. And I, I think whatever your
3: outlet is, and mm. we obviously are here to talk about this one because we found it really special. But I think there is value to being able to not, I mean, we don't always all have to be on all the time, yes. mm-hmm. even though there's a lot of stuff to do. And, and I yeah. would invite anybody to like get involved in yeah. something and work. How yeah. can they
1: find out about your, what, the work that you're doing, your
3: organizations, so, in, how I can mean, they reach you on social? Absolutely. Um, you know, we have, uh, Minnesota moms demand action on Facebook. That's a, sort of our general space there. I know lots of people don't like Facebook and I get that too. Um, Uh, We do have an app that's called Demand Action, which you can sign up and go by your zip code and get information on meetings we're doing. Um, We're doing right now like letter writing campaigns to school districts about safe storage. You know, some of the stuff that's coming up now, Mm -hmm. talking about adults' responsibilities for uh, safe storage and and being on top of this. And um, we'll obviously be going into political work. So I think that there's, you know, a lot of different ways to get involved in it. It doesn't, you know, it's a lot or a little, whatever time you have. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I think, Miss Molly Lloyd's on Twitter. M S Molly with a Y and then L E U T Z that German name you like Freud um <laughs> on there but I um you can also text 64433 text join to 64433 and that's just our general mom's demand action that'll also loop you in by zip code to sort of figure out what's going on
2: locally I have not done that I will do that after this like Same. no, I do not know no but there's you call you know, yourself
0: a friend <laughs>
2: <laughs> I haven't bought your book <laughs> just kidding I totally <laughs>
3: did just kidding. We have an autographed copy. I have an autographed copy. I didn't just buy it. i bought an autographed one, but, um, I signed it so they
2: couldn't resell it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyway. Yeah. I, I just think like, I'm really grateful to, um, I'm grateful to both of you for having us here to talk about it and Mm. sort of what it can be. And it can be people who go really consistently and like Sally is like consistent and, and owns a pickaxe or Mm -hmm. has a shovel and has a really amazing husband's tools has a really amazing swim cap and is like you know she had her dip aversary yeah (gasps) her
2: one-year dip aversary yeah that was last friday oh wow so she texted and said it's my dip aversary and i was like
3: well i'll be there
2: yeah um, (laughs) it's like suddenly a thing and then everyone's having their dip (laughs) aversary so it's It's
3: in january
1: Oh, oh my God! Do you know yeah. the date
3: Molly? I do because I have like an, an Instagram post mm-hmm. of like the, fir- I was like, ah. I did this, you know, it's also obviously very Instagrammable yeah. at some point it's last so year there magic. was a, somebody had built off the fence, like a phone holder to like, so you could, so you could oh. set like a camera or slow mm-hmm. motion. Cause people like to see the, the uh-huh. dipping. I mean, so yeah. uh, wow. it's, you know, so people like to say, Hey, I just did this, yeah. especially in yeah. the beginning. Well, otherwise and it didn't happen unless right, you, right. if it's That's not on Instagram, right. it didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad yeah. enough to know that you did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I do have like, I have the picture. So
2: I know when I first did that mm. thing and I'm going to absolutely celebrate my anniversary I have this really uh, hilarious text chain from a friend who, um, I told her about it, but I didn't go with her. And she was like, I'm meeting these people. They're getting out of their cars. They've got pickaxes. Yeah. That's them.
0: That's the people. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, this has just been such an amazing conversation. And I am for real. I will be there one of these days. (laughs) We're going to,
3: we're going to, we're going to Uh, make this happen. Mm, Yeah. I can't
1: wait. I'm so just, but yeah, so lovely to meet both of you, and thank you for sharing and your you. stories and
0: introducing us to something that's.
1: That everyone will fall in love
3: yes,
0: with. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Something that's a tradition, you know, but something that seems like this modern new occurrence or something mm-hmm. in some of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love this, you know, this idea of water is healing. I always talk about that to my kids too. Like when they're having a bad day, like in the summer or something, mm-hmm. like yes. just go just jump, jump in water, the water mm-hmm. go take yeah. a shower, go, you know, whatever. And we think of like even taking baths, you know, things like that. But water truly, truly, truly is a healer. I didn't think that cold water as much (laughs) until I started learning about Wim Hof. And so I'm going to just talk a little bit about my understanding of like the health benefits of what you do very specifically. Um, Also, because I'm a health coach. And so it's important for people to understand that there are all of these options and a lot of them are very holistic Mm -hmm. and natural things that we can be doing for ourselves and our bodies. So. If you are very curious or even slightly curious about the healing power of cold water, I would like to just share with you a couple of um, benefits that you might experience as these two women have shared things like increased energy who couldn't use that, um, better sleep, reduced stress levels, heightened focus and determination, which Sally, you Mm -hmm. totally said that, um, they say increased willpower. What do you think? I've never had much of that. So. Oh, right. All right. I mean, yeah. it would to be
3: hard to even dic- like, to <laughs> detect. Okay, okay. Yeah.
0: okay. But a stronger immune system, they say. Mm-hmm. Like, I the... I think the extreme cause that's the whole idea of like the sauna and the cold and like yeah, that kind of thing yeah, too. So, yeah. um, but yeah, water is again, another natural healer that's provided by nature. Um, so tips to kind of get started or like a challenge, I guess, is you can start, um, with cold water in your shower, as mm-hmm. you mentioned, to even begin the cascade of health benefits. Um, that same production of endorphins, the feel good chemicals that um, in your brain naturally elevate your mood. You can get from spending that you get from spending, time outdoors can be amplified by the cold and preferably icy cold water. Um, let us know if you try it and remember you are doing it for fun exclamation point. <laughs> or is it fun <laughs> <laughs> question mark. <Yeah>. Either <laughs> way. Thank you, Sally and Molly, for Thank being here. Thank you.
1: As always, we welcome your questions and feedback. Email us at we do this for fun podcast at gmail.com. We'll be dedicating future episodes to answering your questions. So let her rip, whether it's about gear purchases or tampons and IBS in the wilderness. We don't judge. Been there, done that. Nothing is off the table. And thanks for listening.